0: Can fish swim in beer? Where do dogs go when they die? Heaven or some kind of dog Valhalla? Answers to these questions and more on this episode of This This Paranormal Paranormal Life.
1: Life.
0: Hey, and welcome back to This Paranormal Life. This is the weekly comedy podcast. Every Tuesday, we investigate a different paranormal tale, case or claim and get to the bottom of whether it's truly paranormal or not. As always, you are joined by professional paranormal
1: investigators, myself, Mr. Kit grimmel this guy, Mr. Roy Powers. How are you doing today, Roy? I'm doing great. As you can see, for this recording, I am dressed purely in white, head yeah, to toe. very Messiah-like. White sweats, white shirts. Um, some people would say it's a bit like I'm in a cult. I would say it's a bit like I'm in a commune with my friends. And as always, like any good commune, I'm keeping open-minded And I'm ready to investigate the paranormal.
0: Yeah, your friends are also wearing the all-white, though. So I feel like it's a hard rule that the commune has.
1: Great minds think alike, I would say, to that.
0: You all thought of it at the same time? Yeah,
1: we all had the same idea. We were like, hey, what should we all wear today? White? Yeah, because it's regulation, so sure. And your face painted with blood? It's actually berries. It's actually a wizard's berries. That's actually pretty important in the ceremony that we're going to be doing later on. So... Okay, sounds a lot. Like I know a cult that doesn't cult. help the cult imagery. Just the word ceremonies doesn't sound good, but it's it's not a cult. But if you are in the if you're in the commune and you're listening, the sacrifice is at uh 6 tonight. So bring your goats, bring your daggers, and make sure you're lathered up in those sweet sweet okay, wizard that's berries. That's a ritual
0: and that's a cult. All right,
1: ritual. that's not a ritual. That's an activity for adults. And goats. <laughs> it doesn't know. It's not an act of, It's death for the goats.
0: I digress. As with every week, we do have a brand new paranormal investigation to dive right into. So thank you so much to Steve Hiscock for sending this one in to us at thisparanormallifepodcast at gmail.com. Our story today takes us just outside Dumbarton, Scotland. We're only around 15 miles outside of Glasgow at Overton House. Overton House is a foreboding but beautiful sight. They call it a house, but really, truly, this thing is a castle. Built in the 1800s, over 2,000 acres, the grounds even feature a waterfall.
1: Yeah, that's not a house. Nah, That's nah, some nah. sort of Animal Crossing house.
0: <laughs> you're rewriting history. And if it's Animal Crossing, you're 12 years into playing the game. Countless mortgages from Tom Nook later. That's a lot of bells. You know what it costs to get a waterfall, okay? It's a pretty expensive <laughs> feature. After its original owner died it was inherited by his son John who would later become Baron Overton the baron couldn't understand why the house was so difficult to get to the only way to get a horse and cart into the grounds was incredibly steep and so he commissioned a huge
1: bridge to be built over a ravine completing the castle grounds i just think that's kind of funny that it's like it's like complaining that it's really hard to get into your castle because this moat is in the way. And you're like, <laughs> we need to just kind of cement over this babble. I don't even know why they have this river around the castle. There's actually a lot of stairs in the castle. It's not very <laughs> easy to get up and down. Well, there's also one entrance and it's got a drawbridge. We should just have like a revolving door or something. That would be great. You want an office building. You want a one, one floor office building. You're invaded day one as soon as construction. You're actually invaded by the construction crew who cemented over the moat.
0: But... Like so many castles, houses, and manors across the UK, Overton House fell into disrepair. Not to mention, after Lord Overton himself died in 1908, with no children to inherit it, the house was passed down to Lord Overton's nephew, a doctor in London. Which is fantastic. This is fantastic. This is like the premise for a great movie. You're just like live in the rat race live in the nine to five rat race yeah. and then you get a letter saying that that a distant uncle you didn't have any contact with has has perished with no heirs and you have <laughs> inherited a castle
1: it's like an old-timey scam <laughs>
0: <laughs> instead of the, like the uh, african prince who has the large cash sum and a bank account yeah and he, you're
1: the only person who can take the cash sum i mean if instead of an email that was delivered to me by a raven, I probably would have sent all my money to that African prince. It just makes it feel more authentic if you have to like crack open a wax seal. Oh yeah,
0: I mean if someone sends an email that they could be sending that to tens of thousands of people at yeah. once. I would know if a thousand ravens were in the night sky. <laughs> or delivering
1: these messages, <laughs> or
0: if one raven had done it a thousand times. Be a pretty tired looking raven.
1: <laughs> it so, lands like. <laughs> <"Gah!"> <laughs> just dies. Get out of here, you little scam artist.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How do I send my correspondence back? The Raven's dead. But needless to say, this London doctor guy was too busy to spend time in his new castle. So in 1938, he handed the house and its grounds, everything, over to the people of Dumbarton. Where today... It's public land and a Grade A listed building, meaning it's a popular place for people to walk with their families and pets on a nice day. That's a classy move. And walking around on a nice day is exactly what Lottie McKinnon was doing when one day, last year, she took her dog, Bonnie, on a walk around Overton House. Bonnie, a beautiful border collie, was having the time of her life as she ran around the grounds of Overton House, stopping to smell all the dog pee in the grass help stopping to pee herself basically living her best doggy life they circled the grounds and then lottie led bonnie to this isn't gonna get confusing at yeah, all yeah those names are insane my name's lottie here's lottie jr over here we've got a hamster lottie jr jr then we got lottie senior a gorilla that escaped from the local zoo that i'm keeping
1: lottie took bonnie for a walkie around the <laughs> castle grounds that's
0: right lottie led bonnie towards overton bridge on their walk But just then, Lottie began to notice something unusual. Bonnie was behaving a little strangely. Her movements slowed down, and she'd seemed distracted somehow, as if concentrating on something. Miss McKinnon would later say,
1: Miss McKinnon? Why didn't you say her name like that at the start? Well, I had to let you know
0: she was a Border Collie. Like, I had to tell you the breed of the dog and stuff, so...
1: Wait, is Miss McKinnon the dog or the... Of course it's the dog. (laughs) It's a classy dog, a classy house,
0: classy castle. It's got a it's gotta have a nice double barrel name. Miss McKinnon would later say something overcame Bonnie as soon as we approached the bridge. At first she froze, but then she became possessed by a strange energy and 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 ran and jumped right off the bridge. Miss McKinnon cried out in shock and ran to the parapet looking over the edge and down into the gorge, but she couldn't see anything. Oh my god! Oh my god! She ran around the bridge to the edge of the gorge and scrambled as best she could down the 50-foot ravine. 50 feet? Through trees and bushes. That dog's a puddle. To... (laughs) miss <laughs> mckinnon jr is a uh, dust at this point you don't want to find what's left down there swept away by the whitewater rapids of outside glasgow looking around hysterically she spotted bonnie's body on the ground a few meters away she ran over to her but bonnie heard lottie and blinked awake and then whined she struggled to try and stand up before bonnie helped her It was unbelievable that Bonnie survived the drop, but Lottie couldn't shake the horrible feeling that hung over her. What had just happened? Bonnie looked like she'd become possessed or something. What on earth could make a dog do that? But what Lottie didn't know is that this had happened before. In 2014, Mrs. Alice Trevorrow... The dog? No, what the f? Why would a dog be a Mrs.? Jesus Christ, Mrs. She's married. You said the first dog had a, right, a. Ms. Has Roy. Ms. <sighs> Ms. Whatever. Ms. McKinnon. Obviously, that's a freaking dog, bro. But Mrs.? You think dogs can get married, you freak? <laughs> Mrs. Alice Trevorrow was walking her Springer spaniel, Cassie, around Overton House. And then, crucially, towards Overton Bridge. Walking little Mrs. Cassie. <laughs> I don't, a married dog! Well, sure. She's a lady-like dog. She has kids. You think she has kids without being married? (laughs) You can just imagine the scene. It was a beautiful sunny day all throughout their walk around the house. Until they so much as looked at the bridge when the entire sky clouds over and a thunderstorm comes out of nowhere. But approach the bridge they did. And as they approached, Cassie slowed her pace all of a sudden. Started looking around as if confused or on guard. Went out of nowhere, Rory, and you'll never guess this, this is insane, she
1: jumped straight off the parapet into the gorge. What is going on here? I will never forget the awful whine she made as she leapt, Mrs Trevorrow said later to the press. My heart just dropped. The bridge is so high. I was certain she died. But as Mrs Trevorrow
0: looked over the edge, staring at the floor of the gorge, She saw movement, not just movement, but Cassie, uninjured, clambering back up to the bridge to see Alice. This seems entirely unbelievable. What would cause these two dogs to become momentarily possessed by a mysterious force and then throw themselves off a bridge? The thing is, Rory, this didn't just happen twice. It turns out hundreds of dogs have jumped off Overton Bridge in circumstances exactly like we've just heard. And sadly, Bonnie and Cassie are the lucky ones. It's estimated that at least 300 dogs have jumped off the bridge and most of those have fallen to their death. That is crazy. Stop bringing your dogs there. At why some you point, keep... you've got to put up a sign. some point, you got to... That just says, keep the dog in a leash. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you why. It's important <laughs> though. Do it.
1: That's a that's a great sign. Keep the dog on the leash. Not going to tell you why, but there's some pretty paranormal shit going on. Just trust me, bro. Keep it on the leash. The, that's the, the text whole is just
0: getting smaller and smaller. It's size eight font by the end.
1: You could just say no dogs allowed. You that would could. solve a lot
0: of problems. But like, you're going to deny the dogs the beauty. These are classy dogs. I mentioned that they're going to deny them a nice walk on a summer's day around over in the house. That's you're crazy if you if you want to do that.
1: I guess yeah. Them, it could just be part of the risk. It's like some of the dogs. Sure are going to jump to their deaths. But the ones that make it through are going to shit and piss all over this (laughs) castle like kings and queens. They will (laughs) feel like royalty. Yeah. Look, this is a difficult situation. We all know that dogs can see ghosts. Why do you think they're always barking? That's just paranormal fact. They have height... Like, animals and children have heightened paranormal perception. HPP, as I call it. Yeah. And what we're seeing here is an instance of where the animal is perceiving something that the humans simply are not. I'm glad you said that, That, because that's exactly what's going on here. You know,
0: if you crunch the numbers of how many ghosts there are in the world, it's astronomical. Look at all the people who have ever existed, and if they are all undead
1: ghosts wandering the earth, they must be everywhere. It also doesn't even make sense. It's like trying to do math about love. The the equation is like 20 times boo. It's like the end of interstellar. The whole plot breaks down. It becomes about love for no
0: reason. You can't crunch those numbers. It doesn't work. Yeah. And that's how, you know, dogs can see this shit because talk about whistleblowers. What animal is blowing the whistle 12 times a day? It's
1: not dogs. It is
0: dogs. <laughs> they go to the whistle. They don't blow it. They are barking their asses off. Once they learn-just go, oh,
1: they're hungry. And he's like, no, I just ate. Damn it. <laughs> Once they learn how to blow their own whistles, humans are redundant. <laughs> so we actually have to keep them away, away from that. But uh that I think this is what today's case is gonna be about. It's gonna be giving ourselves the eyes and the mind of a dog. Yeah. And seeing if we can work out what it is that they're witnessing on this bridge. It is us, the paranormal investigators, you guys at home, the listeners
0: today, to dig deep into our fursonas and nice. feel what it feels like to be a doglet. So, Roy, with everything I've just shown to you, as a paranormal investigator, imagine you get this call from the groundskeepers of Overton House.
1: Roy, it's me again. You'll never believe what's happened.
0: It's a 300th doggy suicide this year, man.
1: What are your immediate thoughts? It shouldn't have it shouldn't have taken three hundred well, he, he, he dog said, suicides to get to he this. He said point. again.
0: He said it's me again. <laughs> He's called you a couple times.
1: I'd like to think I would have made some changes to the architecture of the bridge to prevent getting to the three hundredth right dog suicide. Maybe some higher edges, maybe some signs. Um, then you wouldn't get to look at the beautiful gorge the 50 foot deep gorge she is grand and she is beautiful this is a talk first off i'm calling out some paranormal investigators because i know who are the valuable members of society am i going to get out a landscaper a security guard architect no i'm going to get someone that can see things that aren't really there I'm going to call. Par- <laughs> so they aren't there. <laughs> and I'm going to get them to charge me up the wazoo. I, you know what, actually? what? Maybe I'd take it into my own hands. That's what i do with the situation. I <laughs> so, would, so you aren't going to call any experts? <laughs> f*** the experts. I'm the expert now. I'm going to get myself a whole pack of dogs.
0: And what? I'm just going to go.
1: I'm going to walk them on down there and 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 just see keep them on a tight leash obviously i'm not letting them off the leash i'm gonna just see what happens see how close i can get to the bridge before they start going buck wild i guess you want to see what this moment of possession looks like yeah. first hand i'm not gonna let them jump i'm gonna keep them on the leash but it's like, it's like holding on to a, a pack of balloons in a hurricane. You're, those dogs are going to be trying to get away and they're going to be wriggling. You just got to hold on and uh, and see what's causing them to to suffer this, this cruel fate. You could strap parachutes to the dogs. That's a good idea. Maybe teach them some parkour rolls right. uh, to soften the landing.
0: 50 feet though.
1: Yeah, yeah it's not doing they it. They ain't cats. It's sad because if they <laughs> <You're>, were cats... <laughs> you're rolling into the afterlife at that point. <laughs>
0: Rolling through the gates of Valhalla.
1: Imagine doing a massive parkour jump, like enormous. You hit the ground, do a perfect parachute roll, stand up. And you're like, I did it. And you just see the pearly gates. And you're like, oh, <laughs> shit. It's <laughs> instant. It's that instant. It did not work. And they're like, all right, let me, uh, let me see your credentials, see if you can make it into heaven. You freaking jump the fence. You parkour the pearly gates. <laughs> Like, absolute badass. So
0: needless to say, this story sparked a lot of interest in the press. I believe it was the Daily Mail that first covered this story and brought it to the attention of international press. Online news sources called it the Dog Suicide Bridge. And there were many theories for what was happening. Even the Scottish SPCA was sent in to make an investigation into what was happening. It started off somewhat rational and based on science. People suggested, look, maybe these dogs were sad. Maybe these are real suicide attempts by dogs. That's pretty grim. However, when interviewed in the press, Professor of Animal Sciences Peter Neville from Ohio University said it was highly unlikely the dogs were jumping deliberately to their deaths. He said, dogs live in the present, so are unable to contemplate the future and how they will be feeling and make plans accordingly. Of course, dogs do get depressed, but this would not lead them to taking their own lives.
1: Hmm, that's interesting.
0: One Professor Owens has actually spent 40 years looking into this case, and he believes there is, quote, no rational explanation for the phenomenon. Thankfully, me and Roy's middle names are no rational explanation. And... Doghouse.
1: <laughs> Rory Doghouse powers.
0: Sorry, I thought it was Rory Mad Dog powers. Sorry, Mad Dog powers. Still dog based. But yeah, no rational explanation could honestly be an alternative name for this very podcast. Because if there's no rational explanation available, that only leaves paranormal explanations. hmm even the locals are into this idea. It's said that the area surrounding Overton Bridge is what ancient Celts would have called a thin place. Somewhere where heaven and earth overlap and where every hour is paranormal happy hour. I call it McDonald's paranormal happy art? no heaven and earth over overlapping <laughs> because normal earth without its 99p <laughs> meal deals is hell is hell every waking minute spent without <laughs> an apple pie or a hash brown and after all ms mckinnon who we talked about at the beginning said herself that it seemed as if bonnie had become possessed right before jumping over the edge and thankfully, someone has already been looking into this. Just last year, Professor Paul Owens, a religion and philosophy teacher in Glasgow who lives near Overton, sat down with the New York Times to talk about the bridge. Which I have to respect, by the way. I think I was actually telling Roy before um, about this case. I, You know, we've, we've been getting this case suggested for quite a while. Yeah. And I think I looked into it and I said, okay, I, I don't want to look at this today, but this case definitely warrants investigation. And it's cool that actually... We, you don't really think of major news sources as being still interested in this kind of thing. Yeah. But like the New York Times sent a reporter
1: to Overton
0: to cover this last year and you, do a pretty in-depth investigation. The
1: paranormal is timeless. I think uh, the investigation we did into the alligators living in the New York City sewers yeah. was also a New York Times based uh, article. So, you know, people are always going to love the paranormal. It's always interesting.
0: Because working with the paranormal is like being a wartime correspondent. I know that seems distasteful to some people. I know some people think that the people
1: who work in war zones are, are heroes. I'm just saying I'm also a hero. Yeah. You this. can see the enemy. I can't see shit. I don't know when they're coming. That's dangerous. Sure.
0: I don't need a flak jacket. I don't need a helmet because no. they don't have weapons. In fact, they have no way of harming me, really. No. Uh, so it's, psychologically. It's not dangerous. It's true but I do need psychological armor, okay? Every morning I watch Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, motivational speeches on YouTube. That's my psychological
1: armor against uh, the paranormal. And I think that makes me a hero. It's also worth noting, uh, we have been sent this case a lot of times because the majority of our listeners are in fact uh, dogs.
0: Yeah, we we do. There's a bonus RSS feed for this podcast, which goes out at the dog whistle register. (laughs) We
1: cry. Just up the frequency a thousand percent till it is just a high-pitched squeal. Which uh the intro music sounds like. The dogs either really enjoy it or really hate it. It's very hard to tell. Either way, they're pretty agitated and horny, which I think means that they like it. Most humans don't
0: get horny listening to this show. No, it's actually...
1: What's the opposite of an aphrodisiac? It's like a regular (laughs) bucket of water to the balls it's a gold char. it makes a lot a lot of people just completely numb yeah whereas as we said a lot of the dogs that listen to this show get pretty fired up there's a lot of puppies who have us to thank for their existence exactly and we're, we're proud
0: we're proud of that that's right professor paul owens said to the times after 11 years of research i'm convinced it's a ghost behind all of this Took him 11 years to come to that conclusion? Not just any ghost story, but- I'm about to do that in 40 minutes. Not just any ghost story, but the White Lady of Overton. It's said that after her husband died in 1908, leaving the house to his son, the White Lady of Overton lived in the house in grief for over 30 years before dying herself. The White Lady- Has been seen by many people who walk around Overton House, and it's thought that maybe in the same way that dogs have a sixth sense of sorts and can tell an earthquake is going to strike before anyone else, that they can somehow literally perceive the paranormal. Some dog walkers have claimed their dog will stare into the distance as if they've heard or seen something, but their human can't see anything. This lines up with what Ms. McKinnon and Mrs. Trevorrow said, that their dog stopped as if stunned by something they were hearing or
1: seeing and
0: became transfixed and then possessed and then ran and jumped off the bridge.
1: I wonder if it's only dogs that are seeing this. I mean, if you walked a cat over that bridge or like, a don't know, a mongoose. Or something, random animals. Like, would they also be agitated? Like (sighs) birds? Do birds just kamikaze into the waters below? Or is it like, is it simply a dog? Surely
0: there should just be a graveyard pile of wild Uh, animals at the bottom of this bridge.
1: Foxes, squirrels, everything just jumping off.
0: It's hard to say. I mean, different animals have different sensory perceptions. Mm -hmm. So maybe dogs are one of the only animals able to see this. At the same time, it seems like a wild coincidence if the one animal that humans have domesticated over tens of thousands of years can see paranormal shit yeah. and all the 99.9% of other animals can't. That seems a little tricky too.
1: Yeah, that's kind of hard to explain. Like bats, they got ultrasound. They can see shit that we can't. They're borderline okay? paranormal themselves. Upside, sleeping upside, upside down? Upside down like a friggin'
0: vampire? Giraffes sleeping standing up like an anti vampire? That's paranormal. If that's you ask me. weird. Cows sleeping on their side? Well, actually, we do that as well, actually. Cows sleep on their side? No, I think I have it messed up. Don't cows <laughs> sleep standing up? Jesus, I don't know. Fish and dolphins, they're they are the real paranormal ones. What do they do? They put
1: half of their brain to sleep. And keep swimming? And keep swimming with like the other Legolas. half? Like Legolas. <laughs> I think in Lord of the Rings lore, he can sleep while he runs... I think that's right. Someone might correct me on that. But I think it's that's either
0: right. dolphins or Orlando Bloom's Legolas in popular series. Or the elves from the Middle Rings. Earth.
1: I always get those confused. Middle Earth. They're super smart. They're super horny. <laughs> super sexy. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. In fact, a lot of... Because Gandalf sleeps with his eyes open. They're all kind of weird in, in the Lord of the Rings ones. Yeah, you forget they're not human. Yeah. Wait, who? who is? Aragorn's, Aragorn's human. Aragorn's human. Yeah, he's yeah. one of
0: them. Professor Owens even claims that one day, while investigating the bridge himself and looking over the edge, he felt what he described as a phantom finger poke him in the back, trying to push him over the edge. What? Thankfully, he grabbed the parapet and steadied himself before twisting around to see nothing. No one and nothing in sight that could have done it. He believes to this day it may have been the white woman. How many professors are gonna go on the line and claim that the white
1: woman tried to to murder them so she's just chucking dogs <laughs> off of a bridge usually the spirits that are trapped here on earth yep. you know need to do something to uh, complete their lives they need to find redemption they need or to publish arrest. that
0: that novel they've been working on for yeah a long time. they
1: need to make up with a loved one that's here on
0: earth they need to tell their child they love them or something
1: when you're on dog number three hundred. 301 isn't going to be the thing that gets you to the afterlife. It's not going to open up the pearly gates if you no. just get the right dog. <laughs> no, in fact, the
0: pearly gates are very much shut to you. You are barred, you are banned.
1: That's not going to happen. That's a really weird um, explanation. Because also, I know that she was depressed in the castle for, yeah. I think, I believe you said 30 years. Yeah. Uh, it's strange that that depression uh, and that kind of unresting soul would come out in the form of someone who wants to push animals off of a bridge.
0: I hear that. I hear that. But it could be some kind of siren that Lady Overton herself, the spirit, seems to be just over the edge of the bridge, just in the distance. They can smell her. They're like into the ether, and then they jump to try and, and see her, and then they die. It's not that she's trying to kill them. Just her very spirit is luring them into the abyss
1: this is a de- definitely a difficult mystery to solve because if you get scooby and the gang to come check it out <laughs> scooby is going into the gorge yeah before you even reach the castle And he's a big boy so he's, his fall isn't
0: being broken by anything <laughs>
1: <them> <gasps> oh <Uh-oh>, shaggy <laughs> i
0: can see her
1: <laughs> i can see the right room
0: <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> scooby's never said anything like that up tonight
1: <laughs> they're like uh, what's wrong scoob <laughs> <laughs> hell shaggy <laughs> the woman she's here she's uh.
0: irresistible she smells <laughs> she smells like t-bone steak mixed with dog food
1: quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs licensed therapist that suits your needs. It's online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. We're saying they can get things off my chest, like uh, Zonktar here? Don't give it a name. Maybe me and Zongtar can sign up for BetterHelp together. Give it a shot. And whatever it is, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com Paranormal Life.
0: Now this story about the white woman piqued my interest because she's called this for two reasons. Her name, while alive at least, wasn't Lady Overton, but Mrs. White. She's literally Lady White, but she's also known as this because the Lady in White is a type of ghost. Mm. In truth, we could and probably should do a whole episode on ladies in white. We've touched on them before, these are ghosts of women that appear as pure white textbook ghosts that hunt wherever they died. Yeah. They are heavily associated with grief, loss, betrayal, any kind of... Dog murder. Any kind of negative emotion (laughs) such as hatred of dogs, prejudice against dogs, being a cat lover, any kind of negative emotion that may leave a trace of their soul here on Earth after death.
1: I mean, we had, even in uh, Northern Ireland, you know, there's uh, places that have the legend of the blue lady. That's true. We've got the legend of the... uh, at our school in Northern Ireland? Was it the black nun or the yeah, white nun? Think, you know? Yeah, maybe it was a white nun. I don't remember. Colors do play an important role in um the type of specter that you're dealing with. It's very interesting, because it kind of most
0: people wouldn't believe in auras. It's kind of a
1: hippie thing to believe in,
0: yeah. but at the same time people who report ghost sightings frequently say that it's one color. Yeah. Not just regular multicolored clothes. And white women are particularly fascinating because there are stories of these ghosts in dozens of cultures all throughout the world, making it just that little bit more believable. And Rory, I realize this has been a little evidence light on this episode so far. I don't think
1: I want to see any evidence of this case.
0: So here is one picture the Daily Mail published a couple of years ago with the headline,
1: Is this ghost to blame for the dog suicide bridge? Feast your eyes, nay ears, on this. Not what I was expecting. It is a photograph of, I'm presuming, one of the windows of the castle. Mm -hmm. uh, And zoomed up to the window in the... They've circled. In the giant red circle, Roy. if you could be quick about this. In the giant red circle, yeah, is just... I'm not going to lie to you. I only see the reflection of tree branches. It would have been good if they'd kind of highlighted specifically do you see a face in the in there
0: uh the white lady of overton herself where where?
1: what's her where is she
0: you see it well what i will say is is it's you know there's a reason only dogs can see her (laughs) she's not very visible right it makes the circle kind of redundant doesn't it she's rather faint rather ghostly rather wisp-like But no amount of camera trickery or Photoshop is gonna make her. Is it gonna make her make us see her nose or her eyes? Yeah, there was just a (laughs) a vague outline of a bit of a head.
1: Yeah, I can see. I can see that. Sure, that's better evidence than I wanted to see for sure. It said that the white lady and her husband were
0: billionaires, extremely wealthy Scots which definitely raises questions about how they made their fortune, especially since I'm pretty sure there were no billionaires on earth at that point in history. They
1: actually invented doggy life insurance. <laughs> made, made a clean couple bill. Uh, yeah, I don't think there were any
0: billionaires in the 1800s, no. interestingly. But, uh, you know. Rumor has it that the white family used their extreme wealth to dabble in alchemy and the dark arts, oh, hell yeah. a risky and satanic lifestyle which led to great tragedy. Is it possible that not only the ghost of the Lady in White still haunts Overton today, but that by dabbling in paranormal dark arts, they created some kind of paranormal vortex, a merging of two worlds that drives dogs to possession and self-destruction? I should mention that the effect of Overton Bridge does extend to people as well. There is some evidence, and Professor Owen says that many who use the bridge go from being happy
1: and in good spirits to deep depression just after going near it. That's interesting. Okay, so we do have some cases of humans being affected by the bridge. Yeah. On record. That's very interesting. My my ex-girlfriend used to describe me as a dog whose wish to become a human had been granted that was kind of like to describe my personality so I would
0: it's actually pretty good
1: I uh I wonder if I would be affected if I went to this bridge like if I could see and if I would feel the finger poking me off the sides right it'd be interesting
0: you would you know. We've said a lot recently, Doctor Strange style. Your doggy soul would break out of your <laughs> punched, human body, punched out of the back of my human body. Yeah, and leap off. Yeah, it's quite scary to think. It is quite scary to think. I mean, we're with the theories that we've heard. We've heard the local historical theory that maybe this is just some kind of Celtic thin place, just a place where. The ley lines, whatever way the geography of planet Earth lines up, this is a place where heaven and Earth meet, much like McDonald's drive through We've also heard the theory that this is the work of Lady Overton, who dabbled in the dark arts and created a paranormal vortex. Yeah. And lastly, the paranormal idea that maybe dogs have some kind of extrasensory
1: perception that humans don't have. Do any of these make any sense to you? I think this is an interesting case because there's a number of levels to it. All right. We've investigated a lot of cases in the past before where it is often the animal that perceives the paranormal first. You got people out in the woods and they say the dog started barking like crazy. You you hear people alone in their homes and the cats are meowing like it's the end of days. Or I mean, I think that's even like a meme on the Internet is like, what can cats see that we can't? Yeah, Because sometimes literally people just zoom into a cat's face and they're just looking at the corner of the room with like the apocalypse in their eyes. It's, it's crazy. I think I
0: even saw as recently as last week, wasn't there uh, an earthquake in LA or that area of California? I'm, I saw people I follow on Twitter literally saying like a day ago, my dog was freaking out for no reason. And I saw people corroborating that evidence.
1: It's crazy. Yeah. Who knows how these links work? Um, and that's one level of it. And I think that is maybe more understandable because it's like, hey, maybe there's something off the side of the bridge that's beckoning these dogs to uh, to jump off or encouraging them. Um, but then we have the other level, which is they're actually being physically manipulated, like who the professor said that he was. Mm-hmm. That's a bold statement. You gotta, I feel like if you're a professor, maybe back that up with a certain amount of science or evidence. Um, I don't have to do that. So I feel like if I went down there, I'm free game. I could, it'd be like a mosh pit on that bridge. I could be shoved about. You're, throwing, a, you're,
0: <laughs> you're throwing up the boxing in like mitts and like, all right, have at me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do a little sparring session.
1: If I had to investigate this case personally, I think I would dress up like a dog, go down on my hands and knees doggy style
0: i don't think that's what doggy style means
1: and i would you know i maybe set up a little bit because you don't want to go straight to the bridge sure. so i probably be like i don't know like take a shit in the woods or something like that bury a bone dig up a bone take a shit on the bone the
0: real method yeah, yeah yeah
1: and then eventually like a couple hours couple days later make it to the bridge Couple days just get really into the mind and the body of a dog what are you gonna eat bones Bones and shit. I actually don't know what eat. Dog food, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably eat some of that. Maybe a little cat food, too. See how that works out. Unless that's illegal. I don't know how... I don't know dog law. It's not illegal. Okay. It should be. That would be my first... As dog mayor, that would be my first decree. Where were you getting this from? There's no dog mayor. (laughs) Eventually, I'd make my way to the bridge. And I'd I'd be like... I'd pretend... If I couldn't see anything, I'd pretend like I would. I'd be like slowing down. Maybe do a little whimper. Like you know looking over the sides sure and as soon as i feel that little ghostly prick on my back i'm gonna stand up on my human legs and get that white woman in a headlock wow just because i've I've greased myself up with holy water so i can touch spirits interesting Um, so as soon as she goes to like push me off the edge yeah gotcha you spectral bastard and i maybe i flip her over the edge And uh, if she can indeed double die, then the dogs would be safe.
0: It was your friend who just spotted you at the bridge and wanted to surprise you. (laughs) You you judo through them off a bridge.
1: It's like, yeah, it's the film crew being like, "Roy, we've been filming you shitting in the woods for two days. I really don't (laughs) (laughs) flip him and three days worth of footage off the bridge directly into the river. Poke this! Um, that's probably how I would handle the situation.
0: Interesting. So you yeah. need more physical proof of this white lady theory. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't mention some other more rational theories. For example, while the professor of religion and philosophy believes ghosts to be the cause, the man who actually lives in Overton House today is a pastor from Texas who... It's kind of funny, would be at home in any this paranormal life investigation. not le- But like, even in this one that's set in Glasgow, outside Glasgow. It's still someone with a southern he's accent. He's still there. You know, but despite living next door to the bridge, and despite being a pastor who has spiritual connections a belief in the afterlife, he doesn't think it's paranormal. He believes that the dogs using their... That's right, I'm Pastor Rick from... <laughs> I'm Pastor Rick from Houston... Uh, I moved to Overton because why the fuck not? It's kind of pretty out here. Also, I'm out here in the woods so I can shoot as, as many guns as I like. He he believes that the dogs, using their incredibly keen sense of smell, can smell animals running around underneath the bridge some 50 feet away and simply can't see the gorge behind them until it's too late and they have plunged to their doom already. Got it. Now, this makes some sense, but others have said, okay, there are lots of bridges where animals live nearby the bridge. How come dogs almost never jump off bridges at all? Except at Overton specifically, where more than 300 dogs have jumped off the bridge.
1: It, it's happened enough that they call it dog suicide bridge. Yeah.
0: I, I will say, as a former uh, dog owner, dog family, you know, grew up with dogs all the time. Dogs are pretty f-ing good at this kind of thing. Well, they're smart. They are smart. They're and, crazy like, smart. They, they will, like, run up to a ledge and they'll kind of, you know, they'll stop and they'll be like, let's see what's over there. Nah, I'm good. I don't, I don't need to go near there. I'll go a safe route. You know, they're smart animals. They don't usually fall off shit. Yeah. But you know, 30 seconds of rational thinking is enough for this paranormal life. Rory, we've got to come down a to conclusion today. Whether this is truly paranormal or not, what are you saying?
1: Look, until I can do my own experiments where I dress up doggy style and take on this spirit, it's gonna have to unfortunately be a no from me this week.
0: I think that is more than fair. I would love to go on location and see this one for myself. Maybe get some kind of robot dog. See if we could risk a robot dog's life. Yeah, that's a smart location. Way to do it. But like you say, I think the burden of evidence here on the white lady. I don't think that Daily Mail photo was up to scratch.
1: We just need a little more.
0: A little more. So thank you so much to Steve Hiscock for sending this one in. I think it's a double no today. Yeah. But damn, hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Hope it hope it makes you dog dog lovers out there. You know, appreciate your pooch because you never know when you could be walking over a bridge one day and he just decides to go <laughs> into the nether world. Keep him on a leash. Keep them on a leash around, around bridges. bridges. Yeah. And guys, if you cannot get enough this paranormal life, if you can't wait until next Tuesday for for paranormal doggy based content. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash this paranormal life, where from $5 a month, you can get access to a archive of bonus episodes. These are full length, this paranormal life episodes, totally off the wall, too hot for TV shit. Uh, And there's, I think around 30 of them ready for download right now. This
1: dog pack aka me and kit have buried some treasure, but instead of bones, it's boneless content. Hey, and you want to you want to give us some you want to tip these pups some doggy dollars so that we will lead you to the location where we've buried these bones. Cuz you're going to want to hear it, guys. It's not it's not those bones that are just shaped like bones and are probably just human bones. These are the ones that are like flavored like bacon. That make your dog's teeth whiter, you know, that helps yeah, their gums. It's a premium bone. This is some good stuff here. And if you wanna join the wolf pack, that's right, we're wolves now. I'm doing a little pivot. If you wanna join the wolf pack and swim with this herd of sharks. We're sharks not? Yeah, we're sharks. You gotta keep up. We're a lot of animals. Then you gotta transform and spread your wings oh. flying into the night ocean. That's right. I thought when you said transform, I thought it was we were mechs now. No, we're animals transforming. Okay. Like caterpillar to butterfly to butter bean. We're a bean. <laughs> we're a bean now. And if you want some of that creamy beanie content, patreon.com is the only place to get it. And if you don't understand that plug, it's not going to get any clearer. Just,
0: I'll I'll just top it off and just say $5 a month. Access to bonus, you don't have to. Hey, 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 no, no, shut up. You shut didn't up. mention the 20. Shut tier. The fuck up,
1: you don't need to say anything. Excuse me. We're gonna get watch this this month. Our Patreon is gonna skyrocket, and every little comment that people post is gonna be like, I'm a bean, I'm a bean, I'm a bean. That's what it's gonna be. Okay, because everyone got it, everyone understands what's going on here. Okay, well, in, now in
0: bean size on the 20 tier, why would you? You don't even need to mention it. You, you you haven't mentioned it yet because
1: beans have no use for currency it's irrelevant to them it's like asking a monkey what's his
0: 401k let's move it on it doesn't matter and at the end of every episode we like to take the time to shout out those who supported us on patreon the fellow beans so thank you so much to brendan
1: neville <laughs> brendan neville always keeping things level He's a great person to have if you're, uh, like, setting up a, a pair of shelves or a picture. He's, he's, he's like, uh, his orientation is, is perfect. He can pretty mm. much keep everything perfectly in line. Wouldn't, People, wouldn't too, keeps everyone that? in line. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty He's a pretty aggressive dude sometimes. Thank you so much to Jessica Swan. Jessica Swan, as I said, you need to spread your wings and swim swim straight down into the ground like the worm you are. Because you, me, guy? and Kit are all human beings.
0: Okay. Everyone, so every, it seems like Beans are the Great Leveler. Everyone's a bean, deep down.
1: That's turning back to the first guy, the Great Leveler. That's actually his nickname. Thank you also to
0: Crystal and Nick. Crystal and Nick, aka Pistol and Clip. <laughs> Ooh. These these guys are a very deadly twosome. You cross down in a dark alley, you're not walking out of the alley. That's what I'm saying. Oh my god! Well, yeah, kind of John Wick style hitman. You know? I think they actually killed Batman's parents. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that wouldn't make sense because Batman walked out of the alley. Good point. Good point. Thank you also to Kirsty Dick. It's thirsty Kirsty. Uh, you might be wondering what in particular makes Kirsty so thirsty. Yeah. It's an account of being a bean.
1: Oh, of course. Because the bean needs to
0: grow, so it needs a lot of sunlight, needs a lot of water. Bada
1: bean, bada bean. (laughs) Thank you to Ryland Chitwood. Come on down to Chitwood's Chipwoods. That's right. The carpenter who does it all. By chipping little pieces of wood off of larger pieces of wood, he can craft anything. Chairs. Benches.
0: It took you way too long to think of benches. Also, do I have to have it made out of chip? Wood? Can't you just use the original wood? Nope. Got to chip it down, my friend. That's how the business industry works. The business. In- I'm gonna take my business elsewhere. I think.
1: Please do not. He does not have many customers. Thank you too, Robert Harnett. Robert needs to harness the power of the bean. That's right. The seed that starts it all. You know what they say. That uh, every mighty tree was once a acorn. Sure. Well, every bean becomes a f-ing plant. Okay. <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> it's not true. Unless you bake them.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of the beans. A lot of beans get yeah, end up being eaten. Out that's so. true. Yeah. Thank you to Steph if it isn't steph curry with the wrist boy <laughs> except this steph curry is Duncan. you guessed it beans <laughs> sink and beans from half court that's how much steph likes basketball and beans it's a good combination b and bees thank
1: you also to sarah sarah i dare you to slap on a dog costume and head down to the bridge yourself do it. I actually check my calendar. I'm a little busy this week, uh, a little busy this month. Uh, we need it. We need it. In a, lockdown? We need a freelance investigator to go check it out. And Sarah, I think you're the person for the job.
0: I think that's irresponsible. I think it's cruel. I think it's unusual, but I support it. Thank you to Alien Dreamcatcher wow i do not want to know what is inside an alien dream catcher are you kidding me do they dream i mean judging by my dreams of alien other worlds i'm guessing that they dream of what it's like to be a bug on earth <laughs> that's the <laughs> weirdest thing to them
1: yeah they dream about what it's like to be a human that's the sad irony to they it. They, they dream of just like working in an office and yeah it's
0: like the craziest lsd trip to them Thank you also to Ferdinando Bianchini.
1: Ferdinando's got a mankini. And he wears that thing everywhere. To work. Can't do that. On his Zoom calls. Shouldn't be doing that. To work. That. Shouldn't be doing that. He sleeps in it. He swims that. in it. Well, he that's showers fine. in it. That's weird. Yeah, that is weird. I would say maybe invest in some more clothes. Maybe keep the mankini, but get a hat. You know that'll that's a that's a stepping stone to more clothes. Thank you also to Zach Kicks. Zach kicks the bucket almost every day. He keeps walking out into traffic. He keeps falling off of bridges. But every time he, he's up at the pearly gates, he's like, "Bro, give me one more try. I'm not gonna. I swear to." I swear to you I swear to god i ain't gonna let this happen again and they're like all right you can go back and he goes back and he he drops a toaster in the bath he, he falls on a knife every, every day he kicks the bucket That's
0: unbelievable
1: it's great but they keep giving him another chance it's great thank you so much to simon stead nobody cares what simon said rory said give me all your money on patreon you little bean and it's been a while since I've played Simon Says, but I think it's you're supposed to not do what he tells you to do. Right? Yeah,
0: you don't... You don't... Sorry. You do...
1: No, wait, what? You do everything he tells
0: doesn't, you to do until he doesn't say Simon Says. Shit.
1: So we're actually we're supposed to do what Simon Says? Yeah,
0: we're actually in a lot of shit.
1: And what I say? What I said about the, the beans and we the shouldn't money? Do. We No one does that? No. So I should say Simon Says... Give me, but then they'd give the money to Simon. You got a problem here.
0: Simon's actually rigged this game pretty well.
1: Simon says we we lose. Thank you too,
0: Matthew Richardson. Matthew Richardson needs a richer son. Uh, his current son isn't quite bringing home the bacon. He's broke. He needs... now. Matthew doesn't need the money. Don't get me wrong. Matthew lives a very nice, comfortable lifestyle. But the son could really do be doing a lot more. Yeah, it's more of a bragging thing when the
1: dads get together to be like, How rich is your son?
0: That's what they, that's what dads, I don't have you ever hung out with dads? That's what they talk about.
1: I am a father of seven, so. Yeah, we have touched upon that. It's quite disturbing because you don't see any of them. 17. Father of 17. I just don't talk to 10 of them because they're not rich enough.
0: So you actually have a lot in common with Matt. Thank you also to Connell Jennings. I'm glad that you're conning all Jennings and not con all. Rory's or Connell Kit's, because that would be a problem. A yeah, Conal, we're fine if you want to if you want to scam Jennings. Thank you also to Cody Handley. Cody
1: Handley does coding badly. The This Paranormal Life Commune. Uh, website is barely functional. We got him to do all the coding for the website and uh, the homepage is like at the very bottom of the web. The website. Uh, there's pictures that kind of bleed off of the, the front page. They're kind of like off and, and long. Um, you can't get in without a password which we don't have. He won't tell us the damn password till we pay him which we're obviously not going to do. Because it's a joke. It's a scam. But hell, it's better than we can do. Thank you also to Leilani. Leilani, we need you to harvest the landy. Because there's a lot of beans out there that need to be plucked from the earthly soil. I thought we were the beans. We're the beans. We're also the farmers. It's a complicated metaphor, all right? But the paranormal commune, food shortage is running a little low. We need some additional help, like Lani herself, to come help us pluck the beans. Not the human beans, the beans in the ground that are just beans. People, beans are starving up here, all right? This is bean on bean cannibalism. Thank you, lastly
0: but not leastly, to Christy Simmons. Christy summons all the beans from our domain for herself. Now, this is a problem. This is, like, grasshopper from f***ing Bugs Life. Um, <laughs> we have to harvest the beans. But Christy is very selfishly, may I add, um, I'm saying that because knowing she isn't listening, uh because i'm scared of her she wants all the beans herself
1: yeah but just you wait until we recruit a circus act full of bugs including a very large german caterpillar uh to combat against you and then it's all over it's all over my friend thank you to everyone we've shouted out
0: today and thank you to everyone for listening to this week's episode we will of course be back next tuesday with a brand new paranormal tale see you then folks